0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 9th of January. Last Friday's US employment report will be revised a lot in the future, and this data made a fair amount of revisions to the past. The overall pattern is one that throws up some signals of potential future economic weakness, just not necessarily in a conventional way. Over the past year or more, real wage growth has been very, very bad. Even when stripping out owner's equivalent rent, which is a fictitious price, and ignoring things like used car prices, which don't affect most US households, real wages have been falling. Up until now, there have been stockpiles of savings and credit card borrowing to help mitigate the higher cost of living. However, Certainly for lower-income households, those resources are fading away fast. There is little pay-bargaining power. Negative real wages tell you that few people are able to pound the table and demand a pay increase that would even stabilise their cost of living. In that situation, getting more employment income is the only real option. There was an increase in employment in lower income sectors, which is one reason why average hourly earnings fell. Average hourly earnings are not the same thing as wages. The employment participation rate increased. The proportion of workers holding multiple jobs shot up above pre-pandemic norms. This has interesting implications for inflation, profit-driven inflation depends on consumers' willingness to accept the price increase, and the changing nature of labour supply hints at consumers being less willing or less able to pay higher prices. Friday's employment report might be characterised as US workers, at least some categories of US workers, breaking under the pressure of higher prices. Over the weekend, there were riots in the government district of Brasilia amid protests over the election of President Lula. This is a trend that investors may have to get used to. The US insurrection two years ago and the Opera Buff coup plans in Germany last year are all part of the same trend. At a time of significant structural upheaval in the economy, scapegoat economics and prejudice politics comes into play. In this situation, the politics of opposition very easily morphs into opposition to established institutions and prejudice against groups in society. Quite aside from any moral considerations, this is very economically damaging over time. Investors tend to be bad at pricing in political events and more extreme events present a particular challenge to markets. While each individual event may be dismissed by the markets, the trend should not be. Ahead today we'll be hearing from Bank of England's Chief Economist, Pill. This is worthy of some attention, not just because Chief economists should always be listened to with reverential attention, but because the Bank of England is very divided over policy and may end up being the first major central bank to call a halt to monetary policy tightening. There are some Fed speakers scheduled as well. In Germany, November industrial production came in weaker than expected and, astonishingly, the October data was revised down, not up. The warmer weather may have affected the output of utility companies. That's all for today. Have a good day.